So we were talking earlier today, guys. We had a guy that we ride bikes with that uh, tagged a photo of himself on Instagram with about 8,000 hashtags. Yeah. Including uh, Fixie, Fixed Gear, Crit Bike, City Bike, Urban, Triathlon. Mm. Even though he's just riding a road bike. Yeah, it did look like he had a lot of gears on there. Yeah, was not a fixie. Wasn't a fixed gear bike. Unless there were spares. Maybe yeah. they were all spare cogs. And I don't know. Covering all the hashtag bases there just to That's make right. sure. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know him to be a triathlete either. But it did get me started thinking about the possibility of a fixed gear triathlon. Ooh, okay. And uh, and what three? Well, you know what? The Red Hook Crit, they do do the run, the 5K run, and then they do the, the Red Hook Crit. Yeah. So you're saying add one more to that? Well, or? no. Running and swimming are definitely not part of the fixed gear triathlon that I'm thinking okay. of. Okay. okay, so we're kind of getting a different... Sort different a, vibe, sort of a different vibe. Yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you guys? Uh, what do you think? What do you think the first event would be? Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's played with a ball and mallets. Bike polo. Oh, bike polo. Bike okay. polo yeah. is the first event in the fixed gear triathlon. Okay. Uh, second event uh, sort of stems from the second event in a regular triathlon is the is the road race, but in a fixed gear. Uh, triathlon would be the alley cat alley cat okay yeah. yeah third event though there's no running involved of course mm. you guys have any idea what the third event in the fixed gear the fixie kid triathlon is this something that also tests your lungs you absolutely test your <laughs> lungs for sure and it's uh, something that would typically be the last event in any sort of uh, fixed gear gathering that happens oh so you're kind of you're you're bringing this back to your last experience Sort of a Jane Goodall. Uh, how do you close out? To... How do you close out the alley cat? Bong hits. All right. Well, good evening, gentlemen, and welcome to episode 47 of the Yeah You Ride podcast. This is the Bodie Bodie. Hey there, Bodie. This is the T-Bone, and for the record, I did not partake in the bong hits at the Alley Cat. <laughs> and uh, so you didn't manage to complete the uh, the triathlon? I didn't. No, I failed. Yeah. Well, and this is uh, Sacherio, and I'm the only one here who hasn't uh, been to an Alley Cat. You're missing out, man. Well, yeah, okay. Maybe. Yeah. I mean... Look, it was I and there was a period when I did a lot of alley cats, promoted a few, yeah. raced in a bunch, <coughs> undefeated, <coughs> undefeated in New Orleans. Um, but uh, yeah, there, it's not for everyone, um, but it certainly is something to maybe try out once. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of which, this weekend was the Red Hook Crit in Brooklyn. Fix gear. Criterion. Interesting segue. Road. Well, yeah. we were talking about fixies. I think it's a perfect well, no, segue. I, I, I have. I mean, that 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 actually is a realistic segue. I mean, I when the red hook came about, um, I was very interested in trying to throw a red hook type race, and and I mentioned this before on the show that we ended up throwing the Harbor Master because hey, we could get insurance, and uh, at that point, USAC wasn't sanctioning fixed gear races. Well, hey, I mean, the fixed gear crit and the Harbor Master Criterium is the closest thing to Red Hook 
this side of uh, Arkansas. We don't we don't have any of those cool frame numbers though. Mm. Maybe next year we'll do that. We don't have any uh, underwear models smashing their bikes on the finish line either. We need we need more of that. We don't. Luckily, everybody uh, in our areas is is nice enough to not to not behave in that way. So, did you guys see the live stream of the Red Hook Criterium? Uh, no, I did not see the live stream. Uh, what channel uh, was that on? What uh, what uh, streaming service was providing Instagram that? live? Of course, it was. So, well, interesting. What they had is you know how if you if you are live streaming on Instagram and someone's live streaming and you go to watch it you can request to join that live stream that's basically what they did so they had one person stand at one part of the course with their phone yes and another person (laughs) on the other side of the course and then sync up the two live streams and that was their live stream coverage yeah um you'd think they'd have the budget for something a little bit better than that I think they got to spend a lot of money to close down streets in Brooklyn, man. Can't be cheap. Well, it's not in the streets, is it? It's in. Um, I thought it was on like a loading dock at I a think wharf or something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, it's it's. Well, it's in. The, I mean, I don't know if it's still in the Red Hook neighborhood, but that's uh, where it started. It used to be on the streets, but yeah, maybe it's it's probably. I think it's a, in and around an old factory uh, that has. Well, I think it, I think it's the wharf. There. Yeah, the wharf. Yeah. Okay. Well, I took advantage I guess of I'm saying a, it costs money. I don't know. I took advantage of a super special exclusive offer uh, direct from the uh, friends of the Red Hook Criterium up in uh, up in Brooklyn. I actually paid uh, in Bitcoin to have a uh, heretofore undiscovered street graffiti artist sketch the uh, scenes from the Red Hook Criterium and then mail them to me. Um, uh, and I'm expecting, post-haste. yeah, post haste. I'm expecting to have them uh, in a uh, rolled up uh, scroll mm. by sometime next week. So I'll let you guys know who won when I get it. Okay. Well, I also um, took up another offer. I will be getting a Betamax tape <laughs> delivered in. Uh, so I think it said six to eight weeks. Uh, I should expect that. Oh, um, uh, from a guy named Marty McFly in a DeLorean, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, so now I just need to uh, go on eBay and get myself a Betamax player. Sure. And an old TV to hook it up to. And uh, I'm, I'll be looking forward to that. Yeah, just be sure to tune to channel three. That's right. After three, you it's it three or four, isn't it? You three have or four, depending on the setting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those are the days. <laughs> um, what about you, you buddy? How are you uh, going to watch your uh, Red Hook Grit coverage? <laughs> I don't need to watch the Red Hook Crit coverage because this is an experience you need to uh, experience live, maybe? I don't know. Look, at Red Hook Crit doesn't need a live stream, obviously. There are 75,000 people there who are doing their own Facebook stories and live streaming, so they got all the covers they need. Um, mm. and just makes it more in demand, right? When they put out their pay-per-view yeah. Post-race recorded package, possibly. I don't know. Did well, yeah, they're obviously they're obviously they a lot. They did that of, a few years ago. There are a lot of people, like you say, that are filming. As if you remember, a few years back, they had that massive pileup um, near the uh, near the start, and oh, when uh, the moto, um, yeah, uh, stalled, on yeah. the on the start line, right? Yeah. So they must have seen you know fifteen different uh, views of that from people that were filming. So yeah. Anyway, so speaking of. Big crashes. Hmm. There was another big race this weekend, um, kind of known for having big crashes too. And guess what? The guys in these races have brakes. Whoa, crazy! 
Uh, Athens Twilight was Saturday, uh, part of Speed Week, which was happening from Wednesday to Sunday. Uh, also part of the USA Crit series, and they have a new thing this year where you can USA Crits TV. You pay and you can watch a live stream. Assuming their servers aren't down or over capacity. So mm. yeah, it sounds like there was an issue with that. I was fine. I was able I to watch it, it all night long. Yeah, I think there was an issue with the site, not the streaming service. Uh, that's what I, I came across. Maybe yeah. the issue was we were all trying to use Bodie's <laughs> password. Could also. And they caught us. <laughs> yeah, I thought about that. Um, but anyway, I was able to watch the live stream, no problem. Yep. Um, I was really looking forward to a night on the couch with pizza watching crit racing, and it did not disappoint. Mm. Um, you know, it was fun to watch in the women's race. Lambra's own Stephanie Smith was in that race, racing for Bianchi Colavita or Colavita Bianchi um, with their team leader, Tina Pick. Yep. Who, by the way, is, I believe, your age, Townsend. Is she? Yeah. She's racing 50. Racing pro crits. Wow. Yeah. Damn. That's... What are you doing with your life, bro? I'm recording a podcast <laughs> with you two right now. <laughs> I'm honored. Um, but yeah, so that was cool to try and uh, scope out Stephanie. She was number 230. She was, I, so I wonder if, if you, because she, she's, I think she's guest riding for the team. I don't know if she's yeah. officially on the team. I'll, maybe I'll send her a message and get some more details. Um, as a stagiari, as it were. I did notice that she was wearing socks. Oftentimes, Stephanie is in, in in the many times that she's won the Harbor the Women's Open Race Harbormaster Criterium, she does not wear socks. Mm. So I wonder if they were like, "Hey, you got to wear team socks. <laughs> you got to wear some socks. This ain't a triathlon." <laughs> yeah. Huh? Um, Stephanie, give us the dirt. How to go? How to work out? Yeah. Or is well, it not possibly the case that you are? Well, there's no minimum sock height. I know there's a maximum sock height, but are you required to wear socks? In there may be a minimum sock UCI? height in UCI races. Yeah, I think socks are required. Well, I'm, I just made that up, but I'm pretty sure it's true. I'm going to go ahead and say that Athens is not a UCI race. Really? Yes, I don't think it's part of the Pro Road Tour. Um, but it still could be UCI sanctioned. I don't know. Maybe it was just team orders. Maybe you were right the first time, Bodie. But I have to say, uh, she cut a nice image in those socks. I feel like uh, socks really uh, frame the whole kit out. Uh, we've had this conversation before. Yep. Yeah, really changes the look and uh, is, a, is a more appealing look, in my opinion. Yep. But, Bodie, are you sure you're not? Uh, I, I, I watched her in, in uh, Spartanburg on the Friday night. I think you may be calling out her number from the Spartanburg race. I didn't see her in uh, in uh, Twilight because I wasn't watching the women's Twilight race. They, you wear the same number all series. Same number all series. So there okay. you go. You know, unfortunately, uh, I'm trying to pull up the USA Crits results, and it is an embedded spreadsheet that is about, I don't know, 10 mm -hmm. pixels tall, so I can only see one name at a time. Uh, yeah. I can tell you that Samantha Snyder uh, is leading in the overall, mm -hmm. followed by uh, Laura Jorgensen in second. And, oh, God, I scrolled too fast. Yeah, this is unfortunate. Samantha Snyder, she's one of the sisters? So, yeah, her younger sister went to Bowles. 
Oh, yes, that's right. And uh, um, in Soto Mendeville. I'm sorry. You, you silly. Wow, sorry. All right. Mendeville Soto is in third for the overall Speed Week. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, a little bit of background on Speed Week. Okay. This is a, um, you probably know more about, a lot more about this than me. Uh, but this is a big deal in U.S. crit racing, right? It's uh, basically a, a whole week of, of, of crits in the southeast. Yeah. Yes. Mostly uh, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the locations have changed over the years. I know that Athens is sometimes the end of Speed Week, sometimes it's the beginning. Um, but I think sometimes it's even been a longer stretch of races. Um, but this year was Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it's part of the USA crit series, but it's, it's its own entity on its own. So I think Dan Holloway won the overall, uh, for speed week, kind of a controversial thing because in Spartanburg, they had a heck of a crash with three laps ago. Yeah. Um, which, at that point, there is no free laps in a criterium. They neutralized the race, and there was a whole kerfuffle with riders and officials talking very dramatically at each other about Adam what to Meyerson. do. Yeah, Adam Meyerson was up in the mix, and uh, he and he was one of the guys that crashed, right? He, I can't remember if he crashed or not. Uh, yeah, he did, but he, he didn't go down. He, he just he basically cr- hit the yeah. fence. He crashed. He got up, and he continued. Yes. So basically what happened is all the people who crashed caught up to the front group and they said, hey, we caught up, so we're on this lap. But the officials were like, you caught up because we neutralized them. So mm-hmm. although you really be out of the race, um, what, they cho- what they decided to do, the compromise, was that they were going to restart the race with 10 laps to go, I think. Or maybe they changed yep. it to five. Yep. And then all the people that crashed had a 12 sec had to wait 12 seconds before they could start um it looked like that really didn't go very well that daniel holloway was back on the uh the pack within you know half a lap right and that allowed him to stay in the points and you know take the overall um but pretty much this weekend was dominated by hollowesco citadel yes on the men's side um they are riding lights out uh, in the criteriums we've watched them i mean i you know they've stepped up to the pro conti and we thought would we not see them at these races you know they're trying to get their i guess they are they in tour of california is that confirmed i, mean, I believe they are yeah that's coming up yeah i it think i saw up. their i think i saw their uh jersey in the, the teams that have that are entered uh, i think it's uh united healthcare Holowesco, rally rally and action uh, yeah that's right. All the teams that went pro Conti. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, uh, I think this is a big disappointment for all of us. Larry Warbass and uh, Aqua Blue, the Irish team, will not be there. So the U.S. road champion will not be racing at America's biggest uh, stage race. Bodie's I- Quiz Corner. When's the last time U.S. road champion has not been at Tour of California? Hmm. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Anyway, Speed Week, Athens, crit racing, live streaming, good times. I mean, I don't don't really going to give you guys any more than that. But talking about Tour of California. Hmm. And and also, yeah, I was going to mention that. Oh, no, go ahead. Well, in the ladies' 
tour of California. There's going to be a U.S. team. Both the Schneider sisters. Oh, yeah. Both the Schneider sisters are going to be racing. Uh, Megan both, Garnier. Megan Garnier is going to be the um, is going to be leading the team, and Katie fucking Compton. Yep, that's is right. Is going to be on the team. Yeah. So. Uh, Bowles Dolman is not sending a team to tour of the Women's Tour of Tour of California. So USA Cycling, I guess the Federation, has made a composite team. Yep. With those cyclists you mentioned, so that's going to be fun. You all know I love the Tour of California. Um, Townsend, uh, I heard a rumor you were talking about going. I was talking about going, but it turns out that the dates that I was going to go, I was going to try to go out for the stages one and two, which are in and around the uh, LA area. Mm-hmm. turns out that is Mother's Day weekend, and so I am uh. going to be spending that with my wife and my kids. Okay. Wait, wait, hang on a second. Hang on a second. What if you take your kids with you so Peggy has the weekend free of all you guys on Mother's uh. Day? Isn't that a great gift? That's the, the greatest gift you could give to a mother. Is getting the hell out of our way. Peggy, what do you think? Let us know. Yeah, you're right at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a little Easter egg to see if my wife listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Although Crickets. I already know the answer. <laughs> yeah, same. She probably listens as, uh, as much as my wife does. Yeah. Uh, in fact, they're probably at the listening party together that yes. they organize every week to listen to the podcast when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, I also noticed that they uh, both shared the same uh, Onion article on Facebook this week about uh, saying, uh, was it 90%, 90% of cycling uh, accidents could be uh, could be saved if they just if <laughs> drove a car just... instead. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny, not funny. Um Anyway, Tour of California is coming up. I'm pretty excited. Uh, by the way, guys, if you haven't noticed, this show doesn't have much of an agenda. We're just going to kind of free flow it. Mm. Um, well, yeah. I, I'm going to say I, I really kind of want to go to the Tour of California. And Townsend, when you had mentioned that you were thinking about going, I was thinking that I was either going to jump in your suitcase or just invite myself to your party and come along too and, and take some photos and uh, maybe ride the route the day before i feel like they have those sort of sportives uh it could be pretty awesome yeah. hang out with phil gaiman right I oh mean, yeah he'll be there on gibraltar uh i think he's he posted that he's going to do a huge cookie corner uh up on gibraltar is Who, sags going uh good yes yes because he's actually got a fondo uh you know sags has a gravel fondo that's right uh up in like near downeyville or somewhere right and the first stage actually starts in Long Beach, um, which is where my mom lived before she moved to New Orleans. So, well, we should definitely do that sometime. I think I can probably figure out a way to get us, you know, hooked up with some, with some good stuff and maybe uh, some people to talk to and interview. Wait, with some, I don't know some that good it, stuff is this. <laughs> is this like? Uh, hey, man, we're going to California. Is this? Is this like um, fixie triathlon good stuff? <laughs> no, this is more just like sort of cycling journalism good stuff. Okay. You know, I mean, what, I'm into that trying too. to do here. <laughs> no, sounds good. Uh, interestingly, though, you mentioned Peter Sagan and the Peter Sagan uh, Fondo or whatever that he's doing. Have you guys noticed over the last few years that, that Tour of California has really 
branded itself as Peter Sagan Enterprise. I mean, they've really latched on to that. Uh, I don't know what they're doing to make that happen. I don't know if they're paying him appearance fees or how that works contractually, but uh, maybe he just really likes going to California. Maybe it's some combination of the two, but kudos to them for figuring that out and tying their, hitching their wagon to a, to a rising star the way they have with Sagan. I have a feeling that it's probably something to do, in recent years anyway, something to do with Specialized. Um, and they, I think they basically pay his salary. Uh, I okay. think part of the deal with Bora Hansgrove. But then, of course, he was on Cannondale before, and he went well, then, too. Well, right, that's what I was going to say. I mean, things didn't change this year when he changed teams, so clearly it has something to do with him Well, he's still on Specialized that he was on with Tinkoff before as well. So, I mean, he's had that relationship with Specialized for a while. And uh, I know they were instrumental in him being able to go to Bora Hansgrove because he's basically, his salary is considerably more than all the, the other riders put together. We talked about that last week, huh? Yeah. And no one got back to us about the uh, highest uh, wins per dollar, but uh, maybe this week I'll look into that. Um, mm. Speaking of California, speaking of women's racing, mm. I saw that Sunweb was going to be there. You sent a link uh, on our little chat group today uh, pointing out or showing you sent a link of the results of the Dana Point Grand Prix. Mm. Which I sent that. Yeah, which was a crit this weekend in which uh, Megan Jastrab, 16-year-old, yeah. out-sprint Corin Rivera. Yeah. yeah, pretty impressive. Uh, don't know anything else, really. But besides that, um, so just, hey, look out for Megan Jastrab. Yeah. Uh, that's Is pretty... she the one who did really well at Redlands last year? The same? I believe so, That yes. when Gage Hecht won the... Uh, Crit, yeah, okay, all right, all right. So then she's got a pedigree. All right, well, very cool to see that she is still winning and mm. excited to see more from her. And also uh, on the subject of Sunweb, I noticed that, you know, mm. they have um, their sponsor Sunweb. They've signed a new contract with them. Yeah. Multi-year indefinite contract. Indefinite. How does that work? Uh, basically, Sunweb has to give uh, the team two years notice if they're going to pull out. So that's, I mean, talking about like a, you know, when we looked at what with the deal with Cannondale, EF, Drapak, blah, 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 whatever, you know, and the whole kind of situation they had last year and how hard it is. And now the situation with BMC is looking for new sponsors this year. And that's an expensive squad. Um, But with Sunweb, I mean, they've got huge security now. I mean, that's going to be great. And it's a men's and women's team, world, world tour team. So, that's, uh, I mean, that's great news for the sport, I think. It is really great news. And, you know, they had such a fantastic year um, last season. And the fact that they are a men's and women's team, it is yep. sort of, it's not two separate, it's the same team. Um, so it's exciting to see that the things they are doing are uh, getting rewarded. And what the hell is a Sunweb? It's a travel yes. tour company. I believe so, yes. Wow. Yep. I'm kind of surprised that they could sponsor a cycling team. You were hoping it was like an awning that you could put on your house when you yeah. build your house out of uh, cycling sponsor stuff. Seriously, I need an awning on my back deck. Yeah, Sunweb. <laughs> yeah. 
does get or hot I thought down maybe here. It, would, like, it was like a solar panel, you know, it caught the sun, mm, sun yeah. web. Well, your AC is out right now, too, I understand, huh, buddy? So you could probably really use a sun web. Oh, just as it's starting to heat up. No, we, we fixed it. We're good. Um, Townsend, it looks like you're uh, doing some crazy internet research over there. What's going on? Uh, well, I was anticipating your question about what a sun web was, so I was looking that up just to make sure I was right. Uh, I was looking at the results of the uh, Dana Point Grand Prix, and I was trying to confirm your um, question about uh, 15-year-old Megan Jastrab in Redlands last year, and you were right about that. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm also looking for the meaning of life over here, but uh, that I don't seem to be able to find. 42. Recently, we had the Tour of Romandy. We did. one Sunweb rider won the prologue, which is a my kind of time trial. We've talked about this before. Yeah. And it makes sense that Michael Matthews would win a prologue. Short, yeah. very short sort of race, almost an extended sprint. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's done it before, I think. He's done well in prologues before. Uh you know, Sagan has won some short TTs before, right? He won Tour of California uh, TT one year when they had it at, uh, Wall- had a, at had Wally a- World or somewhere, right? Wasn't it uh, the theme park? Yeah, I think they had to cancel. It was going to be a hillier one. And because of something, they had to change it to the Six Flags route. Yeah. Which I've gone to before. Yeah. But that was a short... Like probably less than ten k, wasn't it? It was. So a, did we all did the, the fantasy Romandy and and on the podcast who who won? Well, uh, funny you should say that I won it. Uh, you did. And we for how New few romantics for, for how few people we had, and how many teams you submitted, it's impressive that you couldn't get on the podium. <laughs> I did though. <laughs> no, well, uh, no, I'm pretty sure Emily uh, got on the podium there. Yeah, but you guys said that I made her team, so... I didn't say that. Did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, Patrice LaCroix. So I made a second team because I wanted to do that funny thing where you... That cute thing where you make a team all out of the same team for the team time trial. And then I realized there wasn't a team time trial in Duramdi. Ah. So that's... Then I just put a bunch of guys with names like Power... And just just weird names that, and you still just beat the crap out of me, and I tried, <laughs> and I finished in last. Well, place. I also that team did get uh, Primo's Roglic, yeah. Um, who Won is he overall. doing the Giro? No, he's not. I don't not. think anybody at Romandy is going to the Giro. I think all the people that were going to the Giro did the Tour of the Alps instead. Okay, so this is too close. To do yeah. the Giro, so yeah. all right. So these people, these are all tour riders, then. Uh, I guess so for the most part, yeah. Interesting. Yep. Uh, but it was uh, it was a pretty good race. Um, two time trials. 
Interesting, right? Two yeah. time trials. Yep. Two time trials in a seven stage race. No, f- excuse me, six stage race. But the second time trial uh, was what was all uphill. It was just straight up a mountain. And that was won by new uh, Wunderkind on Sky, Egan Bernal, who's still only like 22. He's actually the Colombian time trial champion. Uh, and he finished second overall in the race, which is. Uh, Pretty spectacular for him. I think uh, we'll be seeing a lot more of that guy. Is this a, a new renaissance in uh, Colombian cycling? Are we are we experiencing something like we did in the uh, in the eighties? Well, I, I think I we're think, already there. With yeah, that. We, we've been in it, right? I mean, at some point it was Quintana, Uran, and there was some photo you shared a long time ago, Matt. When you had a blog, you had a blog for. Uh, oh, that's right, I did. And I had wrote, a short-lived you, blog. You had a short-lived blog, and you wrote a post about the Colombian riders. Yeah. And it was Quintana, Uran, and who was the other person? Maybe Chavez. Possibly then. Chavez. Could be yeah. Chavez. He's been around for a while. Yeah. Uh, but there's so many now, and also speaking of, you know, Colombians, they all seem to go through Sky. Um. Kind of. Yeah. Sky, Movistar. Sky have had a few, Movistar have got a few, and now Astana, of course, have uh, Superman Lopez, who uh, he won a pretty impressive uh, mountain stage recently too. So, yeah. Chavez, Mitchelton Scott. Yep. Um, I mean, there's, yeah. So no, so it's not backing up my point that they they all go through Sky. No, I think that's just... Uh, there's hey just Now. A few. Went just, through just, Sky. Uh, hey, hey Now. And Hey Now. Put on yeah. Bernal. Yep. That's Three about of them. It. Okay. Four. Four of them. I guess what I meant when I said that the a new renaissance, uh, meaning that you mean there a new, are, new. That, yeah, that, that there are a number of you know young Colombian Third cyclists wave. that yeah that are that are taking the place of some of the aforementioned standards of the peloton for the last eight or so years. Well, I don't know if you guys saw there was a really good uh, Rafa produced documentary piece that thing on on uh, Colombia. And it was, and you. If you look at the sheer number of kids showing up to bike races there, it's astonishing. Yeah, it's all hmm. about the uh, the feeder, you know, the the, the clubs and the, the you know people that are feeding, uh, or the organizations that are feeding the young cyclists up through the ranks. People want to ride bikes in Colombia. It's sort of like playing football in Brazil. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, so, what do you guys think about the Giro? Are we going to talk about? Oh, sorry. Strike that. Should we go? We're into, gonna go into fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. So we 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 came to this section because oh God, what, I don't have a segue out of the the Colombians to uh, have, yeah. To so fantasy Emily's team. So Tour of Romandy, Matt. Congratulations, you, Thank you. Uh, won the Tour of Romandy fantasy league. This one was not nearly as big as the fantasy classics league that mm. just finished. That uh, news is still rolling in from that and uh, prizes are going to be awarded and um, we talked last week about uh, Emily yep. Bodie, your girlfriend who won the Fantasy League and this week we are uh, lucky enough to have her joining the podcast via Skype to talk to us a little bit about how she did it the winner takes it all the loser standing small beside the
Well, tonight we have a special guest, none other than Emily Bissett, the winner of our Spring Classics Fantasy League. Round of applause. Yay. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome Thank to you. the show, Emily. Well, it's lovely to be on the show. So, yeah. Oh, Matt, go ahead. Uh, I was going to ask you, Emily, uh, strategically, you know, how did you plan out your uh, your assault on the Fantasy League? Because you kind of had a good big late rush there, right? Yeah, came on strong in the yeah. end. Yeah, you know, I think that um, I it's I haven't done a lot of fantasy leagues in the past. I haven't done much of this before, so I've really learned a lot. I think the last time I did a fantasy league might have been for the tour last year, maybe, mm-hmm. or something. And I didn't do too well. Um, but this year, I actually kind of tried to get into it a little bit and do a little bit of research. And I'm going to say that a lot of my Google searches started with um, who's looking good for <laughs> and it's in the race that was coming up and I found a bunch of cycling articles about different people and then I just kind of went with my gut but yeah it just worked out for me yeah yeah it certainly did uh so yeah did your gut include any Mr. Peter Sagan um actually uh yeah no I I I did have Peter Sagan on my team um and then the night before, um, remind me of the race that he won. Perry the night, yeah, the, the night before Perry Roubaix, my gut told me to drop him because he's too expensive, and I felt like he wasn't he wasn't like performing the way I would had hoped that he would be, and I dropped him. Mm. And I, yeah, that was that was a low moment in the uh, in the classic series for me, but still made a comeback. Right. I never picked him up again. Could be partially my fault. I mean, I know that, you know, you, the sort of, our gut biomes could have sort of, are maybe cross-pollinated at this point, because we live <laughs> together and, and share a bed, so maybe my instinct to drop uh, Sagan passed over to you. So, I'm sorry, but you actually still ended up doing pretty well, despite that fact. Yeah, it's true. I just, I picked some good people for the, um, the Ardennes, I think. I did really well, so... Yeah. And a lot of it was just, like, luck, you know. Uh, how did you come up with uh, your fantasy name, Bunny? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's the name of my cat. And I kind of was just thinking, like, you know how I noticed that some people don't always put their, their real name and kind of keeps it mysterious? And I just thought maybe like if I did really badly I'd be embarrassed and so I didn't want anyone to know who I was necessarily so I just thought well I'll just put Bunny in there you you know nobody nobody will know who she is so if you really screwed up you could blame it on your cat exactly yeah just like a little no risk you know because I actually thought I knew your cat's name was Bunny and I was picturing like a YouTube video with the cat <laughs> at your computer picking your fantasy cycling team, which would be really cute. <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't think of that, but now that you mentioned that, I'm thinking about my team for the uh, the Giro, and maybe mm. I'll have Bunny come weigh in a little bit on 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 some people, you know, and give me a little bit of uh, of advice. So I have one Since more question. So well. I have a mm-hmm. I have a follow up question. Cody alluded to the fact that you made a late charge in the Ardennes and really came back. Coincidentally, that's when it all fell apart for me, 
And I'm wondering yeah. if you broke into my office and grabbed my Ardennes <laughs> study sheets and then did the opposite. <laughs> Quite you know, possibly. I didn't do that. However, I did. I have been listening to the podcast and I, I meant to email you guys because I, I heard that if I emailed, you would send that you would send that special. Uh, I don't know what it was, whatever it was that you had your, my secret your, photos. your notebook. Yeah, I, I was really curious to see that, but I didn't actually. I'm too lazy to send emails. Well, so. that, that may have given you the victory. Yeah. P- and, and, perhaps. Yeah, and it basically just was the, the mad scrawlings of, uh, of uh, uh, an insane person, wasn't it? Just a, a bunch <laughs> of names all over a piece of yeah, paper. Yeah, it's kind of like that Always is Sunny <laughs> meme that you see on the internet with uh, Charlie mean, Day, and he's like pointing at the wall and <laughs> talking about the mail. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It did give me a, like a little bit of a, a charge to like to know that, after, you know, this is my second ever fantasy cycling team squads. Yeah. And I did really well. I'd like beat a whole bunch of seasoned people that y'all do this all the time. I beat Jaden. Jaden yeah. almost always knows who's going to win. So that was just I mean, it was luck, but gave me a little bit well, of a it like. Wasn't, it wasn't luck. I, I came home many nights after the podcast and I witnessed you. Doing your studying and uh, doing your due diligence on ProCyclingStats.com and, uh, you know, resisting the urge to go all in on Alaphilippe all the time. I know you wanted to do that. Um, but I speaking, do really love Alaphilippe. Yeah, I mean, he's a likable guy. You like that goatee? Um, you know, I'm indifferent to the goatee. I just like his name a lot. And he seems like a nice guy. I, I do enjoy his name. And often I think the show does appreciate a good cyclist name. We are fans of the the interesting names um you mentioned the giro earlier so Mm. do you have any uh any sort of uh picks for your squad i mean maybe you don't want to give up the uh who you're picking but who who are you feeling if you can well it's funny that you should say that because just before you called i was literally just online googling who's looking good for the giro (laughs) (laughs) And I haven't, I haven't started making my picks so far. I've only, I came up with a uh, cycling, cycling stages. I guess has um, an article about who's looking good this year. Mm-hmm. Seeing some names, I'm seeing. Well, obviously, everybody's talking about Chris Froome. Uh, I don't really know. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not really a big fan of his, but no one is. At the same time, like I've had my moments where I've sort of, I mean. I don't so know. let me yeah, ask I, you this: Are you all in on Nate Brown winning the Giro? I'm gonna go with no on that. That's is a smart. He, that's a smart uh, is go. Is he even riding the Giro? I don't know. Yeah. Um, people keep talking is. about Michael Woods, though. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know. Like he, I keep seeing his name, Michael Woods. Um, who Seventh else do place I keep seeing? Overall, Giro. That's my pick. Yeah. That's my call. And then... Voice. Sounds doable. And that would be... I think a top 10 would be a great result for him. Well, I mean, what did he get the Volta? Or was the Giro... Did he race the Giro last year? Uh, he did. I think he, he did the Giro and the Volta last year, didn't he? He did get a top 10 at a Grand Tour recently. So... Yeah. I but, guess what I'm... What I'm saying is that... Um, I, I don't think he's going to be podiuming at a grand tour anytime soon um i can't seem to spell michael woods because he spells his name wrong anyway looking up internet stuff right now hang on this is, talk uh, among yourselves great radio wait a minute 
was what? Zach Thomas saying that Nate Brown was going to win a Grand Tour or Michael yes. Woods? Nate no. Brown. You thought we were talking about Michael Woods. I don't Woods. know how you got confused about this, Townsend. I mean. He said, yes. Pasty um, white guy on EF. You know, what, what are you going to do? Uh that seems, and I don't know where that concept came from, that, that this would be, he's shown that that is in his wheelhouse, you know, in the next few years. Did the, Maybe it had something to do with the fact that he had the polka dot jersey in the Tour de France after two rolling stages? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, nothing against Nate Brown, super guy, right? Yeah. And, yeah. But I would say he's firmly in the domestique camp. Yeah, uh, I don't maybe think Zach was confusing, conf- confusing Nate Brown and Mike Woods. That was you. That no, was your I, I realize I yeah, also <laughs> did, but maybe maybe Zach meant to say. You Michael mean maybe Woods. Zach was as confused as you were? That's right. Uh, you were, you both <laughs> Nate mistook. Brown, Michael Woods. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's super. Um, okay, so I did my internet research. Uh, Nate, sorry, Nate, I'm gonna call him Nate Woods now. Michael Woods got seventh at the Vuelta. Yeah. So top ten. Was in, is in his reach now. Yeah. Um, what did I say? I think top five's in his reach. Sure. I think he could do a top five. Uh, there's not any long time trials. Nope, two short time trials. And he's a hell of a climber, so why not? Well, I have Nate Brown on my squad, and I <laughs> meant it. No do you have Mike Woods on there. your squad? I do not. Oh. Wow, Wait, you have you guys picked your teams already? Oh, yeah. Oh wow! Okay, so I'm. Well, I'm I'm behind. My initial kind of. Yeah, you got to do the initial team just to get in the league. Emily. uh, Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. Is there anything, any other pearls of wisdom you want to drop the A Ride uh, podcast and its listeners? Um, I guess the only other thing that I would like to say would be that. I think it's kind of a shame that there isn't really enough um, coverage of the women's races that we could have a fantasy. I think I mentioned this to you before, Bodie, but like it'd be really cool to also be able to do fantasy for the women's races, which you you technically could do it, but it's just yep. not you can't really watch it, so it's not nearly as fun, right? Um, to really like to get. I mean, that's a lot of part of the fun is just being able to watch the live races we need so to get it would matt. be really cool if they could broadcast more women's races and then we could have women's fantasy teams yeah and matt could do all the back end stuff to set up a little website where we could actually have fantasy women cycling yeah yeah you see the look yeah, on matt's that would be face super right rad. i'd be really oh, great into that. suggested he build a website um With or name bats database too. of yeah. all the women's riders and oh you don't want nate to do it well okay let me just let me just say this I'm picking Vanderbragen on my team. <laughs> Just well, that's a really left field choice hey, right there. Yeah. ABV. Um, all right. Well, Emily, I, thanks so much. Oh, sorry. I was say before you go, Emily, I was going to ask you. Uh, you race, of course, for uh, Crush Racing, and yeah. uh, what have you got coming up on your calendar? Ah, uh, well. Mm-hmm. I actually don't have much road racing planned for this year, so very little, very little racing for me this this um, road season. I think my team has talked about doing the Feliciana Road Race this year. Mm. It's a good um, 
Yeah, I think there was a couple other things. There's definitely, I mean, all, all these races coming up on the calendar, the Tour de La and all, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I personally decided that I'm not really that good at road racing and I don't really want to train for it anymore. Um, so, yeah, if you don't do a lot of weeknight training, it doesn't make racing too much, too much fun. Right. What about the upcoming uh, Summer Crit Series? Uh, I'll probably, well, I'll definitely be out there, um, and most likely volunteer to help with some things. And I'm definitely encouraging my team to come out and, and race. So I know that there's a lot of women, especially women who have just kind of joined the team who haven't done a lot of road racing, um, who are, you know, here to learn how to get into that and have never done crits or anything like that. So I think some of those women will be excited to have a local series that they can, I mean, just jump into and do one do all of them or whatever no uh no pressure and just like an opportunity for people to try it out in our own town it's pretty cool so yeah i'm gonna be encouraging that i'm excited for it yeah okay. who knows maybe i'll get on my bike who knows we'll see well we really very much appreciate your help at harbor master criterium running the red so don't know if i want to lose you there I'd rather see her race and <laughs> okay. find somebody right. else to do reg. That's true. That's true. Train up my kids. <laughs> yeah. That's I, true. I think I can do. I can do both. Both. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Matt makes it work, so. That's true. He does. <laughs> well, All right, I don't know. <laughs> well, thanks, Emily. Don't make the racing work very well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Emily. Well, thanks so much for uh, coming on the show, and I'll see you later tonight. All right. Have fun, you guys. Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye. Wow, guys, we actually interviewed someone not in the office Yeah, for the second time. Yeah, and we, with a lot less technical errors this time. I'm excited for uh, future guests now that we've mastered that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the genie's uh, out of the bottle, and uh, it's it's time to rock and roll with the, uh, with the Skype dial-up connection. Yeah. Um, Who's next? Who? Good question. Yes, good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of who's next, um, we have some fun stuff coming up on the local racing calendar. Yeah, we had we had an off week. We had Harbor Master last weekend. Uh, that mm-hmm. was awesome. We talked about that. Um, this is kind of a kind of a free week, unless you were a local guy traveling to Speed Week. We had a few guys in our area and women, as I mentioned earlier, went to uh, Athens and the whole Speed Week. Although it was a beautiful weekend, and we did some amazing bike riding, it was kind of nice to have the week off from racing. Everybody was around, and we That's had true. some big, big we had group some really rides. Good weather. Don't uh, need to get into the details of all of that. But well, beautiful do, days, do, two great rides. I do want to get into the uh, on Saturday. Mm. Townsend really did not want me to loiter in the park drinking beers with fellow club members. I'm sorry about that, Bodie. I was just looking out for you, and it turned out I was going the wrong direction with that, wasn't I? <laughs> but I persisted, <laughs> even though he told me not to go to Conseco's because it was going to be a shit house because of Jazz Fest. Yeah. And it kind of was. Yeah, I was going to say, it was literally the epicenter of Jazz Fest. But it wasn't that bad. Hmm. Um, and it was 
it was actually the neighborhood was nice enough to put up like a VIP section for the club members to enjoy the park and a few post-ride beers and not be bothered by tourists walking past us. Nice. Um, so that was cool. Some 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 orange snow fencing uh, that we easily hopped over and uh, drank a few Urban South Lime Cucumber Goes, which you guys really need to have some. They're delicious. Yeah. Okay. So you guys had a little area there where you could, could sort of be a part and not get knocked into by the brim of everybody's gigantic Jazz Fest hat? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. That's nice. Um, so yeah, we had good rides this weekend and, you know, some, maybe, maybe some of that riding was good training for a lot of races coming up. Yeah. I just learned today that, uh, Dustin Drew, uh, of 4D Fitness is putting on a crit series series, not so much. It's a, it's a weekend of crits. Yes. In July. Okay. And it looks like he has a twilight crit on Friday and then crits all day Saturday and Sunday morning. So. Wow. That's going to be pretty fun, yeah. and that's going to fit in nicely with our Pontchartrain Beach Summer Series. Official announcement of the official name. Dun, 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 dun. Once again, that is the Pontchartrain Beach Summer Series. Four race criterium series on the New Orleans lakefront, June, uh, 20th. 8, June 20th and 27th, and July 11th and 18th. And we're right. thinking we uh, maybe we'll talk to Dustin that there's going to be uh, a stretch there where you can race on Wednesday, you can race on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then the following Wednesday. That's uh, like New Orleans' own or South right. Louisiana's own Speed Week. Yeah. So what would you call South Louisiana Speed Sola Week? Sola Speed Week. <laughs> wow. Sola Speed Week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Matt, you've got a big race coming up this weekend. That's you've right. Been training for a while for the Lambra Time Trial Championships. Uh, yeah. Tuning, you're tuning up the rig for uh You just told me you were stretching your tubs. I I was, uh, yeah, as you, uh, I was just finishing stretching out my tubs as you came to pick me up uh, this evening. Um, I spent a good part of Sunday tweaking around with my TT fit, uh, which is always a bit of a compromise. But uh, especially since I'm doing it on a road bike with clip-ons, so it's kind of... Uh, so how how else are you going to go aero? Because you're on the road bike, but you're on a fairly aero road bike. I am on a fairly aero road bike. You've got clip-ons. Got clip-ons. Uh, got my brand new skin suit that just arrived Ooh, today. That's true. From uh, For the Urban South uh, racing team. Hashtag new kit day. Yeah. I'm possibly going to be borrowing an aero or sort of aero-ish helmet one that's a bit more aero than mine and i shaved my legs and uh i've got some uh aero shoe covers too okay what about your wheels uh and i got yeah i got some new wheels or new to me wheels uh from a friend of ours uh blake thompson 40, 40-ish mil 60, deep. 60 deep. Ooh, 60 mil wow. deep. Yeah, I thought about getting a cover for the rear, but you know what? I'm just going to go with what I got. Uh, still don't know what category I'm going to race. Either Cat 4 or Masters 45 to 49. So there's only one other guy in Masters 45 to 49 so far. So that's tempting <laughs> for the medal. I mean, you've won, you've, you've won some TT hardware before. Yeah, but so I have some, a little help from my friends with that one. Yeah, so I guess, you know, do you want to bring some more TT hardware home? I'd love to. 
So I guess you kind of got to look at the, uh, maybe look at the past results and look at times and yeah. look at estimations of what you could do. And yeah, I think I've probably, at this point, in. I've got more chance of getting a medal in that one than probably in the cat fours, but we'll see. I don't know. I'm going to play it by ear. I can, I've got till Friday to decide on that. But uh, Townsend, uh, you would uh, express uh, some interest in showing up. Yeah, uh, no, I'm not interested at all. Interest is not a word that I use in conjunction with a time trial. Uh, uh, because as, as, our, as our team uh, director sportif called it, 40Ks of fun. Yeah. So that... How many miles is that? 25. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but uh, you heard, heard it here first. I am going to register, and I'm going to do the uh, I'm going to do the time trial this weekend. I don't have a whole lot of uh, real aspirations of doing really well, but um, as you said to me over lunch today, Matt, treat it as a uh, FTP test, which I've been meaning to do for a while. So yeah, huh. this would be the, the doesn't tr- get the more of an FTP test than that. Yeah. A one That's hour time trial. So if you go out and do that. And then your your one hour average is lower than like what you'd calculate from a twenty minute test. Yeah. Do then you just lower your FTP and you're like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Funny enough, the the only time I've ever done a time trial with a power meter before, I put out and it was you and I did the two man uh, time trial, which is not happening anymore, is it? No, it hasn't happened for the last couple of years. Uh, during doing the two man, my my normalized power for that hour because you're taking pulls, you know, so it's not like a kind of st- a steady and effort. So my normalized power for that hour was exactly the same as what my FTP was from my 20 minute test. So, so you left it all out there. Left it all out there. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe I should do this time trial and we can have a competition to see who wins the podcast. Oh, yeah. I think uh, I think we need to make that happen. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I have. I mean, I guess I do have a disc wheel, but I have the most unaero road bike. And... Well, it's got very skinny tubes, so it's fairly aero. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. And I I've guess got... it would be easier for me to. I can grab your clip do on the way a, home. Do a time trial than like a crit. If I haven't been training at all, I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean, not that, like not that it's going to be easy, but no, that because uh, I, I was thinking about this, uh, I was thinking about what kind of categories that uh, Dustin's going to have in his crit, because um, I'm, I'm, I'm. Let's just face it, I'm not going to be able to race our summer series. Um, but if Dustin had a maybe a Cat Three or a Cat Three Four crit, I believe that I could hang on because I haven't been doing any training, but I believe I can hang on. But if it was a one, two, three race, yeah. I don't think my group ride training would allow me to even hang on. Because um, as I said, that's going to be a bunch of guys who raced speed week, you know, and who right. are incredibly fast ones and twos. So I kind of would like to race his crit series. Um, I actually had the idea that I maybe was going to start training, but then I just, didn't really know where I would fit actual training into my schedule. So mm. anyway, that's coming up. Excited to excited to do that stuff. And then we've got some other races on the Lambert calendar between now and then. We've got the the uh, uh, Tour de La. We've got the uh, Feliciana. Feliciana Road Race. So good good uh, good period of time to do some racing over the next few weeks. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, right now it's perfect. The weather's glorious out there, so... 
definitely a great time to be out on your bike no matter what well anything else on your agenda Bodie? no i think i think we've covered it all in this free-flowing episode 47 uh i do have something sure so in a little bit back to back to europe uh again or while britain is still in europe this week the greatest uh stage race of all La Tour de Yorkshire. Oh yeah, is uh, is happening this week. They actually do call it La Tour de Yorkshire, they don't do. they? I don't know why. Yeah, it's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> they should call it Ye Old Tour of Yorkshire, shouldn't they? <laughs> oh man, all the winners get forties of Old English. Because <laughs> yeah. that's a British beer, right? Old English, eight hundred yes. malt liquor. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it has English right in the it name. Does. Yeah. Yeah, that's all people drink over there. <laughs> yeah, that that that's a to me that was a that was a um, uh, that's that's always struck me as kind of odd that they refer to it that way. I think they should change it each year. They should call it um, Il Giro de Yorkshire yeah. and La Vuelta de Yorkshire. Right. Uh, just change it up each year. And then Rouge Yorkshire. Yeah. Or, yeah. or Yorkshire Roubaix. Excuse Yorkshire me. Yorkshire Roubaix. Well, this year it's uh, up to four stages now, um, so it's it's growing, and. Stage two finishes in my hometown, in Ilkley. Nice. And it actually finishes up the top of the hill uh, on Ilkley Moor at the Cow and Calf Rocks. So that'll be... And actually, I think the women's race is two days now instead of one day. And I think one of their stages finishes up there too. So that'll be a... That's going to be a good one to watch. I'm looking so, forward to that. So bef- between now and when we uh, record next, mm-hmm. uh, the Giro will have started. Speaking will. of... Uh, the Giro. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to give a couple real hot takes about what's going to happen in the Giro this year? Uh, well, it's going to be, first of all, it's starting in Jerusalem, which is kind of nuts, isn't it? First time a Grand Tour has ever started outside Europe. So we've got a prologue time trial around the old city of Jerusalem for it's, the first stage. Am I right? It's not a prologue because it's 10K. Okay. I think a prologue has to be 8K or less or something. I don't so know. So it is yeah. just a regular time trial. Yeah, I mean, just it's a it's, short one. It's, it is stage one. You know, okay. It's not, uh, yeah, it's, it's 10K. Um, should be some uh, good backdrop for photos. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see that. And uh, and then a couple of sprint stages by the looks of things looks very flat. Um, the road stages. So who's in pink on Monday when we record next? Ooh, uh, well, Tom Dumoulin would be a good pick. Tom Dumoulin because of uh, gets uh, yeah. Mm, I've got a better one. Okay, Rohan Dennis. All right, I think Rohan Dennis will be in pink. That's my that's my hot take. That's a that's a good take. Um, that was going to be mine. Uh, well, so. I will say Tom Dumoulin then. Um, All right, for the sake of uh, being a contrarian, although I think I'm going to pick Rohan Dennis for my fantasy team this year. Um, mm. Yeah, he's leading the team for uh, BMC in, uh, in in the Giro. The question is, does he have the the GC potential? Um, I mean, obviously, we know his skills as a time trialist. Yeah. But he, does he have the, 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 the climbing, the GC potential? Well, he's been climbing pretty well uh, lately. Actually, did he do Romandy? Uh, he did Romandy, yes. Yeah, it's unusual, isn't it? So yeah. he actually did Romandy. He finished top 10 in Romandy. He did finish. He finished really well, yeah. yeah. Um, and he was climbing very well, so that bodes well for him. Yeah. 
But I gotta say, the Giro has some real uh, kickers to it this year. Yeah. Zonkalan is going to be back, and that is. Uh, some people say it's the hardest climb in Europe, so it looks absolutely brutal. So does Tom Dumoulin repeat as Euro champion this year? Yes or no? Hmm. Yes. No. I'm going to say yes. All right. Does Chris Froome win the Giro this year? Yes no. or no? I'm going to say no to that too. No, because he gets booted halfway through the tour. I'm saying no because I just said that yes to the question of <laughs> does Tom Dumoulin win, so they can't both be true. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, I don't know. I'm going to uh, go. It's going to be somebody else. Yeah, well, I don't know who, but... Th- that was question number three. Who's your dark horse? Uh, n- not one of those two. Simon Yates. Mike Woods? Out there. Whoa, yeah. Who dark knows? horse. That's my dark horse pick. Uh, dark, dark, dark horse, Nate Brown. <laughs> oh, it's the... <laughs> the Zach Thomas pick? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thibaut Pino for me, dark Ooh, horse. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good one. He's yeah. been riding very, very well. One tour of the Super Alps. Super dark. Primo's Roglic. Who's dark. not racing. Yeah, yeah that's a dark Very, race. very yeah. dark. Lights out. Uh, yeah. So that's a lot a lot of racing happening. It's We're now getting into Grand Tour season. It's yeah. uh, it's all happening. So Wow. It's already there. All right. Yeah. Um, well, I can't wait for the crapper at Mount Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should wrap up the show and uh, call it a night. Yes. Let's do it. Towns, you want to lead us off? Uh, sure, guys. I'm giving everybody a, f- you heard it here first, sneak peek of my uh, Giro d'Italia team fantasy name. Guys, I'm saying goodnight. This is Spaghetti Bone Lanais. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. That's and, pretty good. Uh, I, I actually went with, uh, this is uh, Sicherio and... Uh, my team has gone with a theme of the uh, where the uh, the grand depart is coming from. My team are called the Gaza Strippers. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, well, this is the Bodie Bodie saying thanks for tuning in. Any questions, comments, or concerns? Please shoot us an email at yayuride at gmail and I will see you next week. Good night. T-Bone Lanaise.